Hi, this is Christopher Framberg and I'm one of the pastors in SOS Church Stockholm. We are an international Pentecostal church on Kungsholmen with celebrations in both English and Swedish. Our vision is to be a church that is for all people and to all nations that are living the Book of Acts kind of life in Stockholm and to the ends of the earth. We hope that this week's message will challenge and equip you to live a strong life together with Jesus. My name is Christopher, and I'm pastor in this church together with an awesome pastor's team. And, and if you feel I'm, I'm moving a bit stiff, it's not because I'm old. It's because I was running the marathon yesterday. It is a so-called marathon together with, with some people here from church. And, and it was a lot of, someone asked if it's fun. It's, it's, it's kind of fun. It's not just fun, but, but kind of fun. <laughs> fun and pain. It's a mix. Fun and painful. Um, but I, I, I was signed up by the Bible school students that ended last year, so, so I, I had to run, and, and I had to start to work out. And since I had to run, I had to try to, to beat myself, because I was running 10 years ago, and when I was 22, I was running, and I was running 401. And I wanted to run under four hours, but I was running four hours and one minute last time, so this time I, I was like, I need to go under four hours. And I beat myself with 20 minutes, so I, I was super happy, super happy. Um, and, and I learned something from last time, because last time I, everything went well, everything went well, and then, then I came like to 28 kilometers, and then I was like, you know, like no energy left. I was just out. So I learned, learned that this time I will take all the energy that I can get. You, you, you know, you have different stations with water and energy drink and Red Bull and Coke and coffee and different energy gel. Those are amazing, I tell you, those energy gels. I even brought some extra energy gels. They are so good. <laughs> so, so I took everything I could and, and I, I know I, I saved the best energy gel to the end. So after 35K, I took the best energy gel and then after 500 meters, they were serving Red Bull. So I was drinking a lot of Red Bull and then it took like two kilometers and they were serving coffee. So I was drinking coffee. I took everything I could get. <laughs> so, so, so my last 5K was my fastest during the whole race. Uh, because when, when you take the energy, you get clear in your mind and, and, you, and you can tell your legs that they are lying. You know, like you, in your mind, you're just like, the legs are lying. It's just running. It's just, and, and you can check the time and it's like, okay, 25 more minutes of pain. Just, just go for it because you're clear in your mind. And, and since I'm a, I'm, I'm a pastor, I am <laughs> since I'm a pastor, I find a message in everything. You know, life is like a marathon, right? <laughs> it's not a short race. It's not a 100 meter race. It's like a marathon. And if you want to be able to sustain the long race, you need to fill up with some energy. You cannot just run the race and after, I mean, it's good to the 21st five, the 25 first K is okay, but then you need some energy. You need to press in some energy gel at times so that you can, you get clear in your mind and you can keep on running. So that's what we want to do today. I want you to get energized so that you can keep on running the race called life. But life is not just like a marathon. Life is also like Ikea's furnitures. <clears throat> Let me explain. How many have ever tried to put together some Ikea's furnitures? And, and when you do, you realize why well, it's cheaper than, than all other furnitures. Because you need to do all of the work. <laughs> and, and, and I want to do it fast. So often I don't read a manual. 
<laughs> I'm like, I, I, I can figure this out. And, and, and after a while, you're like, they have done something wrong. I, I need to drill some extra holes. I need to redo it because they have done some mistakes. And you almost want to call the company and tell them, like, you have, missed, you have messed this up. Yeah, but my wife is very much into details. She's like, have you read the manual? I'm like, no, I don't have time with it. I want to do it quick. <laughs> but then you need to go back and you need to read the manual. Step one, two, two, 2,500. Kind of like. <laughs> and it takes so long time. But then in the end you realize, okay, I turned this thing on the wrong, wrong direction. And this is how it should make it. Life is like a marathon. You need energy gels, but life is also like a kina's furniture. You're sitting with so many different pieces. It's like health, relationships. Oh my, oh my God, huh? Relationships. It's complicated at times. You cannot even understand yourself. Now you should understand other people and how to relate to them. And they are stranger than you are. I mean. You, it, you might be complicated, but they are even more complicated. It makes no sense. And, and then you should get finances and, and, and work and, and studies. And yeah, you can go on and on and on. It's, it's so many things that you should, should be able to, to, to find out and, and work together. So you, you're sitting and it's like 255,000 different pieces and now you should put them together and you don't really know how and and you know okay God is the inventor of life so you want to turn to God and say God you may messed up you did something wrong because this doesn't really match and then God is like no you need to read the manual and I brought the manual for life here not the Ikea manual but the life manual I have it right here it's also the energy gel so that you can keep on running these things called life are you with me we are, we are ending a series called Focus. We, this is the seventh Sunday. And, and we are preaching our seven core values as a church. And this core value is called We Believe the Bible. So it's different things we've been focusing in on uh, for seven different weeks. And this is one of the best ones. I picked it. I picked it. I mean, I can pick first and then I can give the others. But, so I, I picked it. I love this. We Believe the Bible. I really believe the Bible and, and I, I really love the Bible. It's something that I've been reading more or less every day in my last, last 13 years. And it's so important for my life. And I want to bring you along today, reading the Bible, uh, speaking, speaking about how we can use, use the Bible as a manual for our life. All right. So if you ever felt like life is... It's like in Ikea's furniture, it's hard to fit it, fit it together, or put it together. If you ever felt like you're running a marathon and you're tired and you need some extra energy, it's right here, okay? Psalm 1 and 1, it's written, Blessed is the one who does not walk in steps, step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in a company of mockers. But those who delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water which yields fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. Alright, so here is some instructions how you can be blessed. Blessed is the one. Uh, if you, do you want to be blessed? This is the instructions how to be blessed. Blessed means to be happy or joyful. It's the same word. It can also mean to go straight on or to make progress or advance. So when, when you are being blessed, you don't take all the extra ways. 
you don't sit without the manual trying for a couple of extra hours to to put the pieces together if you are blessed you don't run the wrong way on the marathon you right run the straight way to the to the finish line because you're blessed you go straight on the Bible is a manual that can help you to not take all of this extra turn and go through all of this extra pain that you can actually avoid. I don't say, say that as soon as you read the Bible and start to following it, everything is easy because it's not. But it's a guide that takes us through the hard parts in life and help us to not, not need to go through all this, this unnecessary pain and, and things that we don't, and, and the regret that we don't need to go through. Are you with me? And, and what is happening is that you will become like this tree. How many want to be like a tree? Awesome. <laughs> uh, tree planted by the streams of water which yields fruit in season and whose leaves do, does not wither and everything they do prospers. If you want everything you do to, to, to prosper, if you want to go straight on the target, if you want to be happy, glad, blessed, this is, this is the instructions. And, and when I read this, this um, some, I, I was reading this, this psalm some, some 12 years ago. I remember I was thinking this. I'm not at all like this tree. Uh, because I just follow the season that, that is around me. If, if, if it is bad, bad things going on around me, I'm not doing well. If everything is well around me, I'm doing very well. I'm just, I'm, I'm just following the season that I'm in. But this tree is always having green leaves. Why? Because it has deep roots and is planted by a stream of water. The Bible is instructing us how we can be planted and deeply rooted by streams of water. So no matter what season you're in, you can be stable and you can always have green, green leaves. All right, are you with me? So I have three points from, from these three verses. And the first one is this the right soil and now you think I'm a farmer I'm from the countryside I'm from beside the farmers but I'm not a farmer so I don't know everything about soil but I know some things about the Bible and and the first things I see in this psalm is this whoever um, blessed is the one so not everyone but the one who does not walk in steps with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in a company of mockers so if you want to be blessed there is some people that cannot be your closest people. I don't say that you cannot meet them because, they're, because we should be the salt of this earth. So we should be around people that are living contrary to us. But there is a difference between associate and letting people very close to you. If you want, want the, the, word, the word of God is like a seed that is planted. And when, when it's planted in good soil, it is powerful. It can, can transform everything in your life. Uh, but the seed, you can never understand it unless it falls into good soil. Yeah. It's enormous. There is an enormous potential inside it. You can look at it, but you can never understand the potential unless it's dig down in, into some good soil. Uh, so if you're throwing it on this table, nothing is happening. And it can be there for five years and then you put it in good soil and poof, something starts to happen. So there is things that can destroy the soil of your life. And that is if you are spending most of your time, if the most influential people in your life is, um, um, it's like uh, polluting. Can you say that? Polluting your soil. And so, so, so uh, yeah. Mockers and sinners and so on. We're all failing. We're all sinning. But if, if you try to walk this direction in your life and they're walking in another direction, it's hard to have company, right? King Solomon, 
that is considered as, as the wisest man who have lived, he says that, Walk with wise and become wise, for a companion of fools suffer harms. Uh, Dave, uh, Dr. David McLean uh, of Harvard, a psychologist, he says this. He says, the people whom you are habitually associated, is, associate are called your reference group. They, uh, and these people determine as much as 95% of your success and failures in life. So your reference group, those that are closest to you, they determine a lot of the outcome of, of of your life and I'm, I'm I want to speak about this because otherwise you might think if as long as I receive the word of God that's enough and and, and the words of God is very powerful and I, I would love to say it's enough but it is not enough if the soil of your heart is wrong because it doesn't mean that the word of God is not powerful it's very powerful but it needs to be planted right uh, Charles Jones says that you are the same today as you're going to be five years from now except of two things the people whom you associate with and the books that you read. And I tell you, this book has all the power to transform you. But you also need to be around people that is honoring this book, that want to follow this book and walk in steps with this book. Because that is going to help you to see your life changed. Alright, one more quote. Jim Rohn says this. You become the combined average of the five people you hang around the most. So who's your five closest friends? <laughs> who's going out? Huh? <laughs> I know that this can be hard, but, but it's also very helpful. Because you might have some people in your life, and as long as they are your closest, you will never go where you want to go. You will never become who you want to become. Because they are always walking this direction, and you actually want to go that direction. When I was 19, 20 years old, I had to make up my mind, and I had to let go of some very, very good friends that I loved to be around, but we were walking different directions in life. And we, if I didn't take that hard decision, I would never do what I'm doing today. Maybe you need to make up your mind regarding some people, and find people that want to live the li li same life that you want to live. Number two is this, plant the word. So you need to have good soil and then you need to plant the word. How can you plant the word of God inside of you? You can plant it in many different ways. The most important thing is that you're planting it. And, and, and the most important person you can ever plant the word in is in you. Because we are often speaking about sowing the word of God into other people and sharing the word of God with other people because we want to reach out to others. But it's a little bit like, like, like an airplane and they're always going through the rules before and you're never listening. But I've been listening so I want to tell you what, the, what they say. <laughs> if there is an emergency, the oxygen mask will come down and you need to put on your, your own oxygen, oxygen mask first <laughs> before you put it on someone else. Because if you, if you cannot breathe clear, you, can, you cannot help other people. And it's the same thing with the Word of God. If you are not planting it in your own life, you cannot really help other people after long. Are you with me? So you need to sow it into your own life and find something that works for you. Read the Bible. You can sometimes read, read longer passages to get a good overview. You can sometimes stay in a few verses, reading it over and over again. You can download an app and find a good Bible reading plan. So you're reading through the Bible in a year or, or some other, whatever goal you put up. 
uh, but that you're reading the Bible on a regular basis. Because it's not enough to take an energy gel in the start of a marathon and then take one in the end. No, you need to take it along the way. It's not enough for you to hear the Word of God on a Sunday. You need to, to take some small shots during the week. Are you with me? It's not a re an, enough to just open up the IKEA furniture package. You need to read the manual yourself. You cannot just say, hear someone say, yeah, do like this. No, you need to read it because then it will help you to get the things right. Are you with me? Uh, you can listen to the Word of God. I think I, I'm, I'm sometimes doing it and, and the NLT translation in English is an awesome translation to listen to because they put, put a, a lot of work into to make it easy and, and easy, easy to listen to. So you can find different ways that helps you to receive the Word of God. The most important thing is that you get it in here. Are you with me? Me personally, I, I developed the habit um, many years ago to go up in the morning um, at least six days a week. I go up before the family wakes up and I'm drinking some black coffee and I'm reading my Bible and I'm, and, and I'm praying. And that gives me so much fresh air. It give me, gives me so much life during the day. But find a routine that works for you. All right. Um, but the Bible is actually here instructing us. In the same psalm, it says that whoever meditates on the law of the Lord day and night. And, and this word uh, meditate, it's the Hebrew word uh, haga. And it means to reflect, to mutter, to ponder, to make quiet sounds as uh, seeking. I don't know how we pronounce it. Sighing, thank you. Okay, so this is a special way that you can read a word. You're reading it slowly, but you're pronouncing it. You don't just read it quietly. You're speaking out the word. And you're reading it slowly over and over again. You're muttering it. The Jewish people, they, they are having this kind of prayer. And, and have, have you ever seen them, they're like rock, because they're rocking back and forth. And, and they, they're reciting the word of God. They're just telling it over and over again. And then they're making it into a prayer. Praying the same thing over and over again until it sinks deep into the heart and it becomes a reality in their life. They're muttering, muttering the word. They're speaking it slowly over and over again. And that's a very powerful th way to read the Bible. Um, it can also mean, <laughs> mean this, <laughs> not cow, but the same thing as a cow when they're eating. They're eating grass. The eating grass, they're cho cho chewing, thank you, thank you, thank you, chewing it, and they are swallowing it, and then they are, uh, they, they, they are throwing it up in the mouth, and they are chewing it one more time, and then swallowing it, and then, so, so they're eating the same, they're, they're chewing on the same portion over and over again. This is what the word means, that you don't just read past the scripture. Not remembering what, what, what you have read, no. You might stay on one verse for 10 minutes. You're reading it 50 times. And you start to thank God that this is true in your life. Are you with me? And, and, and the Word of God is like medicine. If, you, if you're going to a doctor and they, they're giving you the medicine that you need for, for your problem. And then you're coming back to the doctor later on and says that I'm, I'm still not well. I, I don't know why I'm not well. And they say, okay, so have you been eating the, the medicine? I told you to eat. No, I haven't. I, I lost it. All right, that's why you're still sick. 
You need to eat the medicine. The Word of God is medicine for us in all areas of our life. So depending on what you're facing, if you're facing fear, if you're facing sickness, if you're facing financial, financial hard situation, if you're facing anxiety, if you're facing depression, if you're facing, and we can, relationship issues, whatever you're facing, in this book you can find a promise or an instruction that help you how you should handle this situation. And, and, and that, that instruction or that promise is like medicine into your life. But if you read it once, it won't help you. If you read it twice, it won't help you. But if you take that verse and you read it maybe three times per day for a couple of weeks, all of a sudden you will start to believe what is written there. And when you start, will start to believe, God will start to, you will start to receive. Because the Bible says that it will be done with you according to your faith. As you believe, it shall be done to you. So you need to let that word of God sink into your inner being. So that you start to believe it. And, 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 and this is something I've been trying over and over again. When I've been facing something, I find promises. Uh, I, I remember when I was struggling financially and I was writing down 15 promises. And I start to read it every morning. And I thank God that He's blessing me and that I have more than enough while I had nothing. And I thank God for it. And I was walking away in the morning feeling strong. And then in the evening when I come home I felt weak. And I needed a new energy gel. Like a new boast. So I was reading it again. I was thanking God one more time. Thank you that all gold and silver belongs to you. Thank you that you want to bless me with all the heavenly riches according to, or according to your, 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 your blessings. And so on. Just over and over and over again until it sinks, sinks into my heart and becomes a part of me. And then I started to receive different gifts and work and, and, and some provision from God. You can do this in any area of your life. Take the Word of God and apply it. Meditate on it. Be like a cow. <laughs> Are you with me? <laughs> Not like a cow. It doesn't feel... No, you're like a cow. Uh, when, when I was, was work, working in, in a grocery store, I've been telling, telling, telling this story at least for, for the Bible school student, I think. But I was working in a grocery store. I was sitting as a cash, working as a cashier for a couple of years. And I felt like I was dying. <laughs> Uh, I felt like, in the beginning I was happy for the work, <laughs> but after a couple of years I felt like, God, I'm so frustrated. And I was looking at Lena, she'd been sitting there for 18 years, and Caro on the other side, she'd been sitting there for 21 years. And, and I'm like, God, how, long, long, how many years will I sit here? I'm dying. <laughs> and, and, and I felt so down and so depressed. And, and then one day I just heard in here, in my spirit, I heard his words. Uh, those who put their hope in the Lord will renew their strength and they will soar on wings like the eagle. I just heard it in here and I was like, it sounds like a scripture. So on the break I was googling it and I found it was actually written in the Bible. I hadn't memorized it but I've been reading through the Bible a couple of times and somewhere it's, it stays in you. And now the Holy Spirit just was lifting up that word. 
And I took this word and I, I, I saved it down in my phone. And a couple, of, a couple of times every day I took it up and I read it. I thank you, Father, that whoever puts their hope in you will renew the strength. Father, right now I choose to put my hope in you. I take all power I have and I put my hope and my trust in you. And I think that you are going to renew my strength. And I will soar on wings like the eagle. And I got a bit philosophical. You know an eagle, they're not flapping so hard with their wings. Up in I've been a lot in, up in North Norway where my wife's from. And you see a lot of eagles. They don't flap so much with the wings. They're waiting for the wind. And when, when the wind comes, they, they can lift a couple of hundred meters in, in, in some few seconds. And they can, they're sailing on the wind. Or soaring on the wind is probably the word. They're soaring on the wind. And I start to thank God. I thank you that I will soar on your wind. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you will lift me up. And it took a couple of weeks, me praying and reading this scripture. And then I felt how God was lifting me up. And everything changed. And, and I felt, I, I was in the same place, but everything was different. Because God was lifting me up. But it started with me like a cow chewing on his word. What? <laughs> okay. And number three is this. Love the word. Love the word of God. He also says, whoever uh, but those who delight in the law of the Lord. We're speaking about how you can be blessed. How you can be happy. How you can prosper. How you can go straight ahead. Not taking a lot of extra roads. But go straight on the target and live a happy life. That's what we're speaking about. And if you want to do that, you cannot sit among the mockers. You need to protect the soil of your heart. You need to meditate on the word. Reading it. Praying it out. And you need to delight love the word of God um, and start to appreciate it okay so how can you start to appreciate it and I've been thinking thinking about this how can I help the people in the church to start to love it because I love the word of God I'm reading it more or less every single day day the last 13 years and, and I live by it um, I'm, I'm not perfect. I'm working on a lot of things. But the, Holy, the, the Word of God is working inside of me. And I need the Word of God. And reading it regularly because it gives me food. It gives me strength. It's an energy gel that when, when I want to stop and quit, I get a new energy gel. And I can continue to read a couple of more kilometers. Are you with me? Um, and the, the Word of God is like a GPS. You want to find a direction. You're lost somewhere and someone is sending you the address. And now you know how to do it. The, the Holy Spirit helps you to find some promises, to find a guidance. Because all the guidance, no matter what situation you're in, it's, it's, it's in His book. And as, a, as soon as you have the address, you can start to apply it and you're going to find a way. Are you with me? The address is all you need. And if, if you're a bit old and you're always giving the, the direction how to drive, stop doing that. Just give the address. <laughs> if, 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 my, if my parents is, is going to explain how to find a way somewhere, yeah, take the left turn, take the right turn. And when you see this sign and, and if you see a big three here, you can turn to the right. You know, like we don't need it. Just give the address and I'll find a way. As, if you can just get a promise, you will get right. Huh? And, and some of you, yeah. Uh, Proverbs 6 23 for this command is a lamp this teaching is a light and correction and instructions are the way to life so if you want to find life you need to let this word correct you and instruct you and light up your path are you with me and I know that some of you you the only thing you need to fall in love with the word of God you know is to know 
that it guides you right. But I know that some of you, you, you don't really like the picture. So I have one, one else for you. And it is this. The Word of God is a love letter. Isn't that wonderful? Someone been writing a love letter to you. Wow. Someone is so, so much in love with you. Isn't that romantic? <laughs> Ethan? It's awesome, huh? John 1 and 1 says that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So Jesus, He is the Word of God, and He is God Himself. In verse 14, we can see that, that the Word, Jesus or God, became flesh and made His dwelling among us. We have seen His glory, the glory of, uh, of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. So if you want to know, uh, know God, you need to read His Bible. Jesus, He is God Himself, 100% God, and He became man. He came and dwelled in the form of a man. This book is God in written form. When Jesus walked on earth, it was God in manly form, in the form of a human. This book is God in written form. And when you start to read this, then you, you, you will see the greatest love ever described. You will see how the only one that knows everything about you has a plan for your life. He wants to bless you. He wants to guide you. He wants to instruct you. But he knows that you failed. He knows that you messed up. He knows that we have all been sinning and walking the wrong path. But still he loves you so much that he was sending his only begotten son. That whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. That is the love that this book is describing. This book is a love letter from God to you. That he was giving his own son. And when you read about his cross. When you read about his nail marked hands. When you read read about how he died your death so that you could live an abandoned life then the greatest love of them all is described God loved you so much this book is God in written form are you with me and and, and the word that God God became flesh it means that he came and was living like in a tabernacle among us. In the Old Testament, we can see that God is longing to be among His people. All the time you can see that God is longing to dwell, to live among His people. But He couldn't because everyone had sinned and God is holy. That means set apart from sin, darkness, evil. So God could not fully be among His people. So what He did was that He, uh, he, he, he was... He, he, let, he was revealing his glory upon an ark that was hidden inside of a tent that was called a tabernacle. So when, 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 the, when, uh, when the gospel of John was written, John is describing the same thing. That God was now coming tabernacling, living in tent among us in the body of Jesus Christ. Paul is describing the body as a tent that will soon be laid off. So God was camping inside of a man. Can you take up this? Yeah, come on. Come on, yes. I know something about living in tent. If you've been living in tent for, for a couple of days beside some people, you start to get to know each other. You know, you're going into different tents and you think that now we can speak, but you know everything that they are saying. <laughs> you hear every conversation. 
even people that you have never met you hear what they are speaking about you hear what they are doing at night you know everything about them because they are living in tent and and their their voices and sounds are going through the going through the tent right and in the morning when you go and come out you're like whoa who are you because the hair is crazy and there's no makeup and they're smelling like like I, I I don't know what and you start to get to know each other because you're tenting together when God wanted to reveal himself he came in a tent but when God was living in a tent you didn't see ah this is not the good God no we start to see an awesome God we start to see who God really is we start to see the love of God because God chose to let his son die in your place. Everything you have done wrong, all of your sins, all of your sicknesses, everything where we have messed up, God took it on himself. Why? Because he loves you. So God was revealing his love when he was tempting among us. You have been listening to a podcast from SOS Church Stockholm. If you want to know more about the church or have information about our Bible school and leadership academy, go online to soschurch.se. We hope to see you soon at a celebration here in Stockholm or at one of our daughter's churches in Gothenburg or Malmö. Have a wonderful week.